the healthiest people in the world are self-aware people. And in today's topic, we're going to talk about three markers of a self-aware person so that you can evaluate what is my own grade in this particular area. Tracy, this is week number one in a four-week series on emotional intelligence. So before we get into this first topic about being self-aware, why don't we back up and let's define what emotional intelligence is and let's talk about where we're going in this series. Yeah, the definition we're using is that emotional intelligence measures your emotional and relational health. It's the ability to know yourself and to empathize and understand others. Yeah, so there are two parts to your EQ or your emotional intelligence. And Tracy, this is different than your IQ. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I think people need to understand is if you want to be successful in life, in marriage, in relationships, in your own life, even in the workplace, it's not just how smart you are or your IQ. It's also this other thing called EQ. It's how emotionally healthy you are. And emotional health isn't just about your emotions. Right. That's the first part of it. And we'll talk about that in, in today's topic and in next week's topic. But it's also about your relational health. So emotional health, relational health. So in this topic, we're going to focus in on this thing called self-awareness. Now, self-awareness is the ability to look within yourself and identify your own emotions, why you feel what you feel. And for a lot of people, that's a scary endeavor. We all have a history. We all have past relationships that have made marks on our life for good or bad. And so it can be kind of a scary thing to say, I need to get to know myself. But that's what self-awareness is about, your ability to look within yourself and identify what you feel and why you feel it. And the truth is a lot of people listening to this have never even heard of Mm self-awareness. And probably those are the people who aren't very self-aware. That was me 30 years ago. I didn't understand fully who I was. And I think I would have really benefited from this topic, you know, three decades ago. So those of you listening to this now, don't be intimidated by this topic. I hope that you're willing to sit down with someone uh, like a parent or a mentor and really dig down into this concept by answering these three questions. I think, Tracy, as you walk us through this, there are these three markers of being self-aware. Maybe people can give themselves a grade. Yeah, I think this will be informative to really try and evaluate yourself in an honest way. And with your mentor, with a friend or someone that you trust and knows cares about you to go through this with them and let them say, give you a grade as you give yourself a grade. Okay, so Tracy, walk us through this. The first one is this. A self-aware person is able to articulate their faults and strengths. Yes. If you're a self-aware person, you hopefully are able to admit you aren't perfect, you don't have life all figured out, and you're able to kind of step into that and to be brave enough to admit it and to be able to be brave enough to admit the struggles that you have, that you have insecurities, that maybe you had a teacher in junior high that said things that really wrecked you or made you question your self-confidence, or you had parents that didn't love you or give you the structure or affirmation that you needed. And that's left an indelible mark that you've had to wrestle with as an adult. That first part is just being able to admit where your struggles and your faults lie. And that takes courage. I think a lot of people kind of want to stuff that. They don't want to face it. They don't want to step into it. So if you're one of those people out there listening to this topic, the thing you need to understand is everyone else can see it already. You're not probably fooling anyone. So the the better you are at 
embracing it, stepping into it, having the courage to deal with it, put it out on the table. Don't try to hide it, but really be honest about your faults where you, where you have messed up. Mm -hmm. Everyone's imperfect, right? But then also Tracy talked to this other thing, also being able to be honest about your strengths. Because for some people, they would sure. say, well, that seems arrogant. Yeah, that's true. But really, a self-aware person you know, can do it yeah. without being boastful. Right. No, I think that's a good point, that you're able to identify areas where you have strengths and areas where you have weaknesses. And like you said, it's important for everyone to remember, nobody walks around with only strengths. Everyone has struggles. Everyone has insecurities. But the emotionally healthy people are the people that are able to identify those things in themselves and they don't try to hide them. Okay, here's the second one. A self-aware person is humble and teachable when someone points out a weakness, you know, one of those faults, and shows a willingness to learn from their mistakes. So it's not just your attitude toward your faults and your strengths. It's also then your response when someone points it out. Right. So a self-aware person is not only going to be able to look and identify and can articulate their faults and strengths, but now when somebody else in your life points out something like a weakness in you, that your response to that is not to become negative and angry and combative, but be able to receive that and say, you know what, I think you might be right, or I need to look at that and think about that. And then how could I be better? I mean, think what a difference that is in a, as an emotionally healthy person that you recognize you're not perfect and that if someone points out an imperfection that you're able to say, well, do you have a suggestion for how I could grow in that area? Yeah. And I'll admit, Tracy, even in my own life, uh, I think I've gotten better at this, but I still find myself being defensive mm -hmm. when you first make a suggestion right. for how I can do something better. My initial reaction is I, I get defensive. I put up a wall. And I think I've learned to recognize that and to try not to respond in right. defensiveness, but to really hear what you're saying. And I think that's what an emotionally healthy person well, does. Well, and that's what self-awareness is. Even in that, even your ability to say, oh, I got defensive when you said that to me. Why did I get defensive? Where could there be some truth to that? And maybe I was being defensive because I know what I was saying to you was right. So that, uh, the self-aware person is going to be able to even say, you know what, I, I respond with defensiveness initially. I'm not saying that we're a self-aware person's perfect every time someone gives them a critique. They're like, great, thanks. I love to hear that. But the point is that you're, you're growing in the ability to show that you're teachable and that you want to get better in that area. Here's the third one. A self-aware person won't play the victim but will take ownership of their personal growth. And this is a word that we like to use a lot in our parenting with couples as we uh, counsel them. Being an adult is all about taking ownership for your own stuff, your own faults, your strength. You're not trying to point the finger and shift the blame to someone else. Right. The, that piece of self-awareness is the inward part of you looking within yourself. So you can't be a victim and be a healthy person. If someone brings a critique or if you say something to me, then my focus, if I'm a healthy person, is not going to be like, oh, well, how you said that to me or you've got your own problems and try and shift the blame or shift the focus. A self-aware, healthy person is going to look at that and say, I don't need to be the victim here. What I feel is what I feel. How I choose to respond was my choice. The other person didn't make me do something I didn't want to do. 
So that self-awareness, emotionally healthy person is not going to be a victim or not going to blame other people for their faults or failures. All right. So these are the three markers of a self-aware person. Tracy, I guess we could come up with three more markers, but this is a great one to start with. So groups, mentors, families, I encourage you to check out the questions down below this. You can find this topic at flextalk.org in our emotions category. It's called Three Markers of a Self-Aware Person. And then I hope that you'll join us for the next lesson in this series, which is titled Four Steps to Expressing Your Emotions. That one's going to be a fun one.